<laughs> it says Son of a Nutcracker on it. Mm. What is your favorite Christmas movie, everyone? Oh my god. I don't... There we go. There's oh, the sniper bullet. Oh boy. See, I always gravitate towards National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, just because I'd always watch that with my family and it was always hilarious. I always thought it was so funny every time I've watched it. But I feel like I got to the point where it became too much of a tradition. I saw it too many times. It's like, I haven't even watched it yet this year. Um, I probably still will. I feel like I might. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I love that movie. So that is probably my answer. Um, I do think there were better ones out there, but that's probably just my personal favorite. It's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. My uh, stepfather, John, would really appreciate that answer because every year on Thanksgiving, he has to watch Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. And then every Christmas, he's like, oh, my God, we got to put on Christmas vacation. Me and my mom just are like, again, <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, but like, Chevy it, Chase. It, it it's old. gotten to that point where like, I'm just like, oh, like again, but I'm sure <laughs> once once I yeah. put it on and once I start watching it, like I just I love it. I it's feel like good. Nate, didn't I make you watch it one time? Yeah, I don't remember much from it. Yeah, though. exactly. I'm sure you don't. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do have an answer for the worst Christmas movie. Ooh, don't start with me, John. <laughs> I don't want to make Nate mad at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, my favorite is probably I... Elf. It's it's amazing. I love Elf. Elf is my favorite. He's great. Will Ferrell. Still have yet to watch that this season. Same. Hmm. I think I have the Blu-ray. Might as well pop it in. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Wait, so, so Nate, what about you? What's your uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, um, I've never seen a Christmas movie before. Well, you've seen three now that we've done this, uh, this episode. I would say my most watched is probably A Christmas Story, just because we watch it 24-7 every year. Um, yep. Except for last year. I think my favorite Christmas movie that I choose to watch every year is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I don't know the why. Movie that Wait, what? This week. The movie yeah. that I was I wanted to watch so badly. And yeah, thanks to basically you guys, forced me to pick it. So yeah, but that is like my favorite one to watch. I, I watch was... it on my spare time, like anytime. It doesn't matter. Have when. you watched it yet this uh, this holiday season? No, but I've watched some clips, so I'm just I'm just excited. I want to see if like every time I watch it, Hermes just keeps getting closer and closer to becoming a dentist, and it's just it's awesome. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome back to Those Movie Dudes episode, a Christmas-exclusive episode. We seem to be gravitating towards holiday specials, and you know what? That's okay. We can maybe uh, strive towards doing more of that in 2021, maybe like an Easter episode. We can watch Passion of the Christ. Peter um, Rabbit. Or I don't know. Peter Rabbit. Sure, that could One be a Roger Roger Rabbit. as well. Only James uh, Hop, Gordon movies. The Russell Brand uh, bunny movie as well. Dylan um, With Those Movie Dudes podcast, we pick movies that we have not seen before. Uh, this week, there's a bit of an exception because we wanted to cover some holiday films that maybe some of us had seen before, but some of us hadn't seen before. Uh, you guys in particular had not seen some essential Christmas classics that we are going to be talking about in this episode. The movie that won the poll for me uh, is a film that I had seen before, but I knew that Nate hadn't, and I figured he needed to add this to his uh, Christmas uh, list this is home alone yep i can't home even alone. believe you hadn't seen home alone who grows well, hey, up and hey, goes through childhood without seeing home alone and we'll watch like 10 minutes last christmas careful okay careful with uh what you're saying now because what was the film that won for you die hard a very famous quintessential action film but it's not 
Macaulay Culkin Home Alone, who's been in pop culture for since the fucking eighties. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? And I and it didn't even come out in the eighties. It came out in nineteen ninety. Well, so. there you go. So you don't even know. <laughs> exactly. We all have those movies that we, uh, you know, haven't, haven't seen, but now we finally have. Okay, so yeah, Die Hard won the poll for you. Fantastic. And Nate, what was the poll that won for you? Well, the film that won in my poll that defeated Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer oh, to my despair oh, um, was the 1966 biopic about Jonathan himself, How the I Grinch the Stole thing. Christmas. What the actual fuck? Why am I the Grinch? I love Christmas. I love I all year. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get my own tree. I got all the presents. I got bows. I got stickers, so I could individually label every single present for everybody. Even the ones that I sent to my mother, I wrapped individually for her and John. Sent them all the way up. I want to start with it because it's the quickest one. Yeah, I'd be uh, uh, more than happy to start with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Christmas episode sixty six, and the only person that is credited to this movie on in imdb as like the cast is boris karloff uh, legendary horror icon um boris karloff and yeah this it's 26 minutes and it's weird uh, like i'm even shocked that i had never seen this before just flew past my radar as a kid i guess it's kind of it's what i expected it to be it was just kind of a feel-good quick little story of course i had to watch it on youtube but that didn't really bother me because it immediately jumped to the next part so it was like watching it right in, right in order. I'm glad I was able to check this one off the list just because the animation for its time was kind of revolutionary. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, this is it's kind of just one of those classic little movies that is right out of a storybook. It's, it's Dr. Seuss. The whole thing is literally just rhyme after rhyme after rhyme. And uh, I don't know. I think I think the animation's cute. It's it's really nothing insane for a 25 minute movie you know the grinch is kind of pissed off the entire time but after watching it it's been a couple years i do think that he kind of comes around a little quickly if i was going to critique this film i think he kind of just becomes like a really nice guy after burglarizing the whole town stealing everything and being kind of a total dick and committing multiple felonies did no one else have that thought no, I was no. just enjoying watching How the Grinch Stole Christmas because oh, I hadn't same. seen it in so long. And I was like, oh, this is such a classic Dr. Seuss movie with amazing wordplay. Uh, anytime that song, come on, like, hey, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. I got so excited. Just like, hell yes. I could watch him steal the Christmas trees and all the presents literally for the entire 26 minutes. This was so nostalgic just to go back and watch. I didn't, I didn't watch this movie to nitpick the fact that the Grinch turned around <laughs> too fast and well, uh, grew, his heart grew two sizes in a couple seconds. It's, it's, it's part of the cartoon. It's part of the, the storyline of it's Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's a, like a 10-page book. <laughs> so it doesn't really bother me too much. It's so much fun. Like, like Nate has mentioned, it's on YouTube. Just look it up, watch it, and it's you should just check this out on Christmas Day. It's it's worth it. It's so worth it. Just because like and I'm saying this as a twenty five year old who had never seen it before. I will say that grin that he does when he's like, Ooh, I'm gonna do this. I pr- I was probably scared as a kid. That's probably why I didn't watch it. He just looked <laughs> freaky, like I can't even do this. He's smile. always like hunched over and shit, just like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of oh, but he was well, also a riot his shoes too. Are so tight. Well, yeah, just... poor guy. Yeah, but and uh, there's a dog I in like... it. I wonder if Spencer liked it. 
Yeah, Max. Max. <laughs> yeah, Max was awesome. It's, he's kind of um, abused. His collar was a little down, bit he loose. Loves him. Um, yeah, but he hung around. He was he was just um, a sidekick. But I like little Cindy Lou Who, who could be only but two. I was like, oh, the rhyme is so nice, and the message was really good. So I'm I'm glad I was able to check it off. Like I I could take 26 minutes out of my day and just watch it. I literally just maybe I'll do it. that for a challenge. I'll watch it. Every, every day. day for a year <laughs> yeah, exactly. just 26 Fuck minutes it. 2021 january 1st you don't have to do that i mean mm. maybe if you got some money out of it the, i mean um, i can't the give gears are turning <laughs> the gears are turning but uh yeah how the crane stole christmas there's really not much else to say about the movie other than it's it's just classic if you haven't seen it like nate i mean it's it's 100 percent worth checking out um dr seuss is incredible one of the best kind of children's poem storybook writers of all time and it's a really good movie i was just being annoying just to nitpick it but it's it's great it's the grinch how can you not love it the grinch it's yeah. weird everyone just the minute you say the grinch that's the instant icon and i had never seen the movie but i remember i associate that face with that character so it just proves the actual pop culture icon yeah. I would say that just one of the characters that came out and kind of stuck around, stuck around for the long haul. Mm. Five out of five, just because of the Jesus. nostalgia. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to match that five out of five because of the nostalgia as well. I used to watch this every Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve. It's the best. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. And it's only because of this one scene that always bothers me a little bit. And it's when he's shoving the tree up the chimney and one ornament rolls al along the ground and Cindy Lou sees it. And then she picks it up and it's all of a sudden huge. It's like the size of her entire body. And like she's two, three years old, but a Christmas ornament isn't the size of a child. Well, John, while you're, uh, since you're on a roll here, uh, you want to wanna get into a little Die Hard? Yeah, I'd be happy Ooh. to. Uh, yeah, Die Hard with, uh, with Bruce Willis, uh, Alan Rickman, R.I.P. For me, I remember Spencer, I don't... I think we saw it together, but the only Die Hard movie I'd ever seen was the fifth one with Jai Courtney. <laughs> Unfortunate for you. I know, and yeah, I, that is I am fucked, dude. Awful movie. It's not Terrible something I'm movie. proud of at all. And it's all I remember is I don't. Did we do a review on that one? I can't remember. But I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Either, um, either way, it was just I just remember his his iconic line is "I'm on vacation." Uh, he, was, he says it like 17 times in the movie. He he was on vacation. He didn't want anybody to forget it. Uh, but this one, yeah, he's he's visiting his wife, um, and a bunch of Germans come in there and take a bunch of people hostage. And Bruce Willis, the New York cop, takes them on and ruins their day. So, uh, yeah, definitely a, a very classic action movie that, for some reason, I never got around to watching. But I'm glad I finally did. It is a Christmas movie. I will say that. It's 100% a Christmas movie. Uh, but yeah, Spencer. So Spencer, do you? Oh, ew, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. So this is another one that I have seen a handful of times. Uh, this is just kind of a classic, and I'm always on the side of the argument that this is a Christmas movie. I think it came out. When did it come out? Hold on, real quick. 1988. It came out. Dece I know 1988, uh, oh, but it came out uh, July 17th. So, oh, sorry, July 20th. So but at it the time is. It it's wasn't trying to be a Christmas movie. But yeah, it is. But no, I mean, I always really enjoyed this one. This was always kind of one of my favorite action movies, uh, especially growing up, because it's one of like the first ones that I saw. Bruce Willis, he was trying, he was having fun. Uh, I loved his character of John McClane. I just loved how he would just take on this uh, 
huge group of terrorists inside of this building, yet he would always keep talking to himself, and he would just make jokes with himself. For sure. Uh, Nate, this was your first time seeing it, correct? Indeed. And are you a big action movie guy? Uh, it depends on the film. Yeah. Like, I like the... Like True Lies, The Terminator, anything Arnold, honestly. That's my stereotypical go-to action movie. But, like, there's some good ones out there, but it just depends. I think it depends like the on when they came too, out, right? too. Yeah, Marvel's fun. And it also helps because it has the intertwined story all throughout. So that's always something I appreciated about Marvel. This was one. This is probably bigger than me not seeing The Grinch. <laughs> This is definitely yeah. bigger. Like, we're going in order here. Like, people go, oh, yeah, like, Die Hard, this, this. And I'd have to be like, mm, please don't say anything else. I've never seen it. But I could definitely tell that Bruce Willis was having a good time on this one. He wasn't just, oh, I'm Bruce Willis. I'm a tough badass. And I'm not going to smile. I'm not going to have emotion, blah, blah, blah. Like, in this one, he kind of cared. And his character actually had character. And the way he was talking uh, to the cop outside... And some of those conversations, like, if that wasn't there, it would have just been kind of a boring back and forth, oh, I'm going to get you yeah. uh, terrorist movie. But it had him in contact with someone on the outside that also added kind of a, a tenderness to it. it. It lightened the situation. And that's something you need in an action movie like this. You just need you need people to care about. And it really made me care about this Bruce Willis character. And this movie's iconic. Like, the scene of him crawling in the vent system. I was waiting for it. Mm -hmm, me too. I was yeah. just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, seen the, I've seen that picture many, many times. Um, together, and just a few laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just the whole Alan Rickman thing as Hans Gruber. He's such a good and, villain, dude. And like, but he's and so he's good at going back and forth between Hans Gruber and then who he has to, like, pretend to be right in right that, like pretty pivotal scene but oh, uh yeah. that was such a good scene i love that Did oh not it was it i was like oh i'm very sold. well shot too there was so much tension there's always tension in that scene even though i know what's gonna happen it's just like <laughs> mm -hmm. just the way they shoot it it's just like damn and like i love how the cigarettes always like kind of like just hanging out of the mouth both of them mm -hmm. the cigarette just drops as like he's walking away just great shit but it was brutal too like oh, some of the so stuff brutal. that they did, I was like, "Yeah, ooh, okay." They like yeah. went for this, it's and a of very course, violent movie. The teacher from uh, Breakfast Club makes his appearance. It seems like he bullet, just walked right off the set and just like was the same character, just Wait, commentating. Stop and him! Stop him! Wait, I know. I promise he's gonna be yeah. great. Stop him! <laughs> yeah, he was hey, literally uh, the same character. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's it was definitely one of those action movies. I was so happy to check off my list because now people won't give me a hard time about it yeah i'm i'm kind of no, glad that no one's ever gonna be like you haven't <laughs> seen die hard again but i don't think i should watch the other ones though i feel like this is just a good are it's they worth watching maybe die the second hard 2 one. is is okay like it's fine it's fun it's not as good as as die hard but it's still like it's fun uh die hard 3 is wildly different and it's so much fun it's basically mm -hmm. like a simon says like wild goose chase like through new york city and samuel jackson is like his sidekick Ooh. it's actually a really fun movie it's one of my favorites uh it's in contention of almost being better than die hard for me uh die mm. hard with a vengeance number three and they don't really connect too much i mean you can kind of watch them all out of order uh live free or die hard is another really fun one if you watch the unrated edition because theatrically it was pg-13 
Die Hard's an R-rated franchise. The unrated version was the R-rated version of Die Hard 4, which was worth it. It's fun. And then Die Hard 5 is trash. A uh, good day to Die but, Hard. I'm on vacation. Yeah, that's John it's Courtney. awful. It's forgettable. <laughs> Only seen it once. Never watched it again. But uh, you guys saw definitely the one that you should see is Die yeah. Hard. And it's um, so much better sure. than Skyscraper. Like this oh movie, that's, yeah. this, I couldn't help but think about skyscraper. Obviously, this, this movie yeah, built exactly. This, yeah, this movie built up so much tension just because had him showing up at uh, Nakatomi Plaza and just everyone stayed there. Like you saw shots of the outside and whatnot, but it made the building almost a character in itself. Like the way that they weaved through it, almost like a maze, and I, they'd all like pop out at different points and. Like, oh, I the, love the, the gore uh, of the glass. That was, oh, he's yeah. like crawling and his, his feet are feet. bleeding. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, this is brutal. Not the only movie we watched this week with uh, with feet bleeding. Um, But yeah, I think one of my favorite shots, by the way, now that you mentioned that, like the building is kind of a, a character in the movie, is that shot of the, the cop that's really far in the distance looking up and he sees the flashes on the roof. I thought that was just such a creative shot. Um. But yeah, I, I this movie is just it's quintessential action. It's Bruce Willis at his best because we all know that he got a little full of himself and he did Red and Red Two and and some other films where he just he just I feel he, doesn't, like he just took a paycheck. He phoned it in, and I think that's very obvious in his career because Bruce Willis can be so much fun and charismatic, and as he's proven here, because he hadn't been in a movie before. Like mm-hmm. this was literally. This is Bruce Willis. This is your introduction to, mm-hmm. to him. He was in like a show called Moonlighting. Uh, it's kind of a popular TV show, but this was it. This was Bruce Willis, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're an action star." Okay. Correct. <laughs> so this launched his career. Um, so no, absolutely. Why he's so good in this, and he and he, he killed it. He's good. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, it was, he killed it, and he had a very worthy adversary. It wasn't just a throwaway villain. I think that Alan Rickman is just God. I I wish he had more roles like i've seen him in this movie now and like harry potter and he is just such an iconic talent though another thing about this movie is they don't go for that typical kind of damsel in distress thing with his wife um instead they fill that void like the emotional kind of character building parts with like nate said with uh with the police officer on the ground through the communicating that way and i really liked that because you you really do learn a lot about these characters you learn a lot about this guy on the ground uh, as well and you kind of I, I really just kind of like that yeah. dynamic um so. I, I always kind of forget about this scene too like and every time it happens i'm always like oh oh yeah and spoiler alert if you haven't seen die hard this is the, the pretty much oh, the last I, scene. I love that i can actually sit when someone says spoiler yeah, now and listen to die hard <laughs> it's like they're he's they're finally reunited outside like every everything's good every, like the, the, he made it through the night oh, the... everyone's like happy and then the last guy who like just comes out with his gun <laughs> and like points and then bruce willis gets down and then just gunfire gunfire and Slow it's motion. like the really tight shot of like the revolver and then it just rack focuses to like the police guy just like right behind it and then i'm just like just he has the most like badass scene of the entire movie, and it's funny to me because it's just like Bruce Willis just like single handedly took down this entire terrorist organization, <laughs> yeah. and yet the most badass scene of the movie is just this police captain getting his uh, redemption of killing the last guy. Dude, and that's <laughs> and another example of like so great. how this movie is like, is a lot darker than I expected. Where I mean, especially with Hans Gruber's character, where he just executes people when they mm-hmm. don't oh, do what sure. he wants, you know. And I I didn't expect that. I guess just like. Back with these '80s movies, like like maybe like Rambo, for instance, for instance, and maybe Terminator or 
just the R-rated movies of the 80s, they just fucking go for it. They don't care about, you know, PG-13 audiences. Just oh, like watch RoboCop. I want to see RoboCop. I have it seen it. It's been brutal. a while. But yeah. It is so brutal. And, like, they – it's it, it's gory. They go I appreciate it. it. I really do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Definitely. Die Hard's great. It's uh, – and I, another thing is, like, Christmas movies are awesome. But, like, the fact that this movie takes place around Christmas, it's something different. It's fun. Like, there are some funny moments, but some also, like, good emotional moments, too. It's just a good movie to watch around Christmas time. So, I, I would 100% throw this thing on any year, you know. I, and they also play, like, three or four Christmas songs in the movie. Like the end oh, credits, in the end is, credits. Uh, a Christmas song in, in particular. Uh, but shit. My dad was singing it I mean. during the movie. He's like, just wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So I forget what it is, but Christmas song. Yeah. See, I'm still kind of on the fence on whether it is or not. I just am because the story does, in a way, it kind of falls on a Christmas event, but the event itself isn't have doesn't have anything to do with christmas so that's kind of how i see it i'm not mm. gonna say it's not a christmas film well, that's, that's it, the famous argument yeah that's the, um the, so that's i'm just kind of it does have those moments that make you kind of oh this could be a christmas film but it's not one that i would say oh my god if you want to watch a christmas film the best christmas film watch die hard because then I, it's I'd just say if, like, it, no. if it's a movie like you want to be in that time of year, I guess, but you want something a little different, something fun and exciting, watch it. If you like action yeah. movies, it's you're not it's it's not Christmas with the Cranks. Oh come but on, it's a good now. Time. no, come on now, or <laughs> the Santa time. Claus. It's not. It's a yeah. movie that had no intention of being a Christmas movie, <laughs> but over time, it has cemented a cult status. Uh, that's and that's Christmas movie. the whole cult um, status thing that like it, yeah, I would call a lot it, of movies. I would call way. it a I Christmas it. film, but I call it a movie you you could have a good time watching no. around Christmas. That it's an is, action film. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it's yeah, like yeah, Christmas. Yeah, exactly. It's it's an action film. That's set on Christmas, so you can watch it on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> so don't make a big fucking deal you know, out of it, people. Exactly. Yeah, um, please leave down. us alone. So, <laughs> Nate, uh, I I love this movie amazing. so much. I think Bruce Willis is just a badass. Um, so I was very happy to revisit this one, as I do uh, kind of every other Christmas. I don't watch it every Christmas, but you know, every now and then I like to revisit it um, around the holidays. Um, yep. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four and a half out of five. This is just one that I I really always used to enjoy and still do i think i originally gave it a four out of five but i think i'm gonna go up a little more give it a four and a half that it deserves it was fun there was always a lot of tension and sometimes with big blockbuster movies it focuses more on that aspect than the story itself but learning about john mcclane um learning about the cop like that whole spoiler scene shoots the guy at the end mm -hmm. that tells a lot about his character from what you learn about early in the film about like why he why he's off about doing this kind of stuff because of his past so you you see progression from everybody and it was just it had all the stereo the badass uh meta movie moments that were just awesome to witness so got to check this one off this has been a good week for checking off iconic films so four and a half out of five for me i'll i'll, I'll watch it over and over again yeah 
Uh, you are correct. This is It's definitely just one of those, I keep saying it, but it's a quintessential action movie. I'm so glad I finally watched it. I think this is, it's it's a movie, yeah, it has action movie tropes, but it's also one of those movies that you could make the argument that it's one of the films that created some of these tropes. Um, Bruce Willis is badass. He has a worthy adversary in Hans Gruber. And uh, I didn't really like the whole wife thing. I almost, because she was just kind of a throwaway character and kind of bitchy. Had honestly. the emotional connection At with, the end, like, I guess. being there, like, the reason that he's there. Right. I Maybe if they did a little something with the kids, like, they were, they were uh, in danger or something. But, again, that's mm-hmm. another trope. So maybe I'm glad they didn't go that direction. But... Overall, it's just a lot of fun. The action's dope. Uh, it took me by surprise at how kind of dark it was. So definitely, definitely check out Die Hard if you haven't seen it already. Especially me, only seeing uh, a good day to Die Hard. Did I give Who it a grade? Did Die Hard again? Four and a half. I, I John McTiernan. <laughs> John McTiernan. What else did he, he make? Directed uh, Predator. Also in the '80s. Hell yeah! <clears throat> I, that's um, another movie I haven't seen in years, dude. So I yep, should check that out. That's a good one. Uh, directed Last Action Hero, which is a fun one. Mm. Um, Love that. He movie. actually did come back and direct Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third one. So maybe that's why that one feels so good. Fun. Is because it's from the same director. Probably. As the original. He did The Hunt for Red October. Oh, I, I own that, that, but I haven't seen it. This leads us to the last film, the movie that Nate had not seen. So it was Again. kind of a must. Astonishing. So I put up a. <laughs> Put up against a, a Christmas Carol, the all CGI Robert Zemeckis one with Jim Carrey that I had never seen that I would be willing to watch, but very it was happy a landslide. this one won in a landslide. Exactly like ninety two percent for Home Alone. I think I was the only one that did vote for Christmas Carol just for shits and gigs. Um, <laughs> Damn it! But yeah, I mean, it's, come on, guys, it's it's Home Alone. I mean, I've seen this movie upwards of twenty something times, so many times. Uh, every Christmas I would watch it. Uh so I watched it a little bit early because of the podcast this year, but it follows obviously if you haven't seen it. An eight year old troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during a Christmas vacation. Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, Catherine O'Hara, uh and who's the dad again? Oh uh John Hurd. It's popped up in a lot of movies that we've talked about in kind of some small roles. I've always loved this movie, as I've said. Uh, John, what is your connection with Home Alone? So for me, I've always kind of, at least growing up, I've always seen the second movie more. The one that takes place in New York. Okay, because uh, I'm the opposite. Okay, yeah. I, I guess I've for, only seen that one like once or twice. I've always liked that one because he's he's in this hotel. He's ordering room service and stuff. He's he has his dad's credit card and he's just kind of just going crazy in New York. And of course, that's the pigeon lady one, right? The pigeon lady. That's the one aspect of the film I'm not huge on. I like mm-hmm. their connection, but it's kind of weird. So, um, but yeah, I've seen that one a million times. This one, there were parts of this movie that actually like I I just forgot about. You kind of really remember the last thirty minutes or so where he he you know jerry rigs the house and puts all these booby traps in there and but yeah like the like the first movie i hadn't seen like a million times like the second one so okay yeah fair enough fair enough nate the man of the hour the one that had never seen any of these movies this week the uh home alone i'm a little bit jealous of you honestly this is all kind of new what were your what were your thoughts on this this movie and don't and don't don't try to play it as a you know a joke i want to want to hear your uh your actual honest opinion on home alone Wait, what, what? What is that supposed to mean? Did, did, I don't know. Do I, I not really always like, get... He was probably, I think he was trying to be dramatic. <laughs> like a, oh, I was just expecting a fart. <laughs> oh no! I hated it. it. 
Yeah. Um, so I'd never seen this movie before. And of course, 1990, I was, I wasn't really looking forward to it. Oh. In all honest crap. Spencer, I, yeah, he Don't told start me to be off honest. That way. <laughs> yeah, no, this movie was freaking awesome. It was just, it was fun. And just so many iconic moments. Like, I'm waiting for Catherine O'Hara to, like, realize what she's forgotten. Yes. I'm just waiting for it. And part of, of me is, like, I'm so invested. I'm also thinking, crap, what'd she forget? And when she realizes, I realize too. So like that's how sucked in I was to this movie. I forgot that I forgot Kevin. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's just awesome. the way he did everything and Joe Pesci was just funny. Like I'm just used to Goodfellas, The Irishman, like all of these like tough mafia roles. And you just see him as just this goofy criminal. And Daniel Stern, he's the tall one, right? Yeah, with the curly yeah, hair. Yeah, he was just... Some of the faces he made were just, like, really distorted and odd. But they made the perfect duo. And I was... Part of me was like, ooh, these guys are... These guys are awesome bad guys. Maybe maybe they'll get him. Maybe they'll get him. Maybe I've been fooled all these years. But, uh... Comes to avail. He... Kevin wins. And I was excited, and I felt like a little kid again, just at Christmas time. And it was nice to see John Candy as well. I yeah, wasn't expecting yeah. that in a weird role, but uh, yeah. you know, like I, he's going back and forth with her. I was like, friends yeah. with John Hughes, yeah, um, shows up. Oh, sorry, you, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so this is directed by Chris Columbus, written by John Hughes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's clarify that. Um, yeah, this actually wasn't really well received initially like it has like a 66 percent on rotten tomatoes which is kind of low that's blasphemy what does the second one have i'm curious um it might even be lower on like a 73 i'm gonna check you can keep talking if you want if you want i'm just gonna wait because i'm sure you'll get an answer in a second home alone 2 lost in new york has a 33 percent oof 61 really? audience, though, so you got to look at it that way. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's an audience I mean, it's film. A long time. They were looking at it as a holiday on, um, sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 7.6 on IMDb. But no, no I mean, I, I still have so much fun watching this again. And it's there's the Joe Pesci, the Joe Pesci and the Daniel Stern characters, they're basically the two stooges. And their scenes are just so funny with the physical comedy. I mean, with the, uh, the frozen stairs and them trying to get into the house initially. Yes, it's still just like so funny to me for some reason. Um, definitely, there's theories going around that Kevin McAllister is a serial killer. That is <laughs> one specific serial killer. Uh, now rewatching this oh, again shit. and again, uh, just how he can come up with these like ideas. Like he literally had a uh, torch set up on a kitchen cabinet to like open. Like so, when they opened the door, he would just go off and light them on fire. Like he was willing to light these guys on. fire fire yeah. <laughs> to kill them uh which is just amazing and that's um for me that's the I part of the, movie. the lengths that they would go to yeah and th- th- it's the part of the movie that i always look forward to but also the part where like it does genuinely make me insanely uncomfortable to see these people oh, getting it's crazy they're getting so like injured <laughs> it's awful mm-hmm. like an iron to the face it's this awesome the uh the doorknob which sears his hand and it's, you know, oh, they, yeah. they play it for comedy yeah. a little bit where he's like touching his head and like it foot. goes, yeah, that part too. Yeah. Does, does a little bit of a, 
quiet place type of deal there um no but yeah it does get to some like dark scenes like especially yeah, rewatching this again uh, that scene when uh, he was walking home after like trying to go grocery shopping and the van just slowly starts following them like as a kid that's a terrifying situation like that horrifying. is a <laughs> nightmare situation that you would never want to be in and seeing that in like a family kids movie like that's a dark scene and like yeah these guys are like i want to they hand him on a hook. I'm like, I want to bite your fingers off one by one. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I heard somewhere that Joe Pesci accidentally, like, actually bit Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yeah. His hand. In the talk show. Uh, yeah. Macaulay Culkin. He said that. Yeah, yeah, That He, like, yeah. actually bit down on it. But, yeah, it was. Just, it's iconic just seeing all of these famous things happening. The famous lines. Uh, the... Uh, whole cheese pizza just for me or something like that um but my review on letterbox says uh this is a first time watch after 25 years dot 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 you filthy animals like (laughs) i don't know this movie's just amazing like i'll probably watch it every christmas now i'll probably watch it on christmas this year just because i can just it's awesome check out home alone too just for shits and gigs dude uh, oh i want to see the tim curry thing where he's like i i I I love you yeah Yeah, i haven't (laughs) seen that one in so long so that would be kind of uh kind of fresh if i revisit that that's a movie that Hmm. i haven't seen in a while but i it's so it's one of the movies that i just watch over and over and over again so um, but yeah, this one is is iconic for all the same reasons. Because in the second one, they do kind of do the thing where they just recreate a lot of the same stuff and do it a little bit differently. Um, but I Donald Trump's in it. Donald Trump, yeah, he does have a cameo. That's right. Um, oh, in the second one, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the second one. Yep. But this one, I think it it just has a lot of heart. Um, it has a lot of funny moments and stuff too. But I love the scenes with him and the neighbor. Um, mm-hmm. I I actually. I'm not lying. I I shed a tear at the end of this film, and I I forgot about that scene, um, when he when he gets like reunited with his with his son and the daughter and his wife, like, and then he you have that scene where it zooms in, the snow is falling. Oh my god, dude, that's such a good moment. Almost kind of like life is uh, not life is beautiful. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. And I, I haven't seen that. That's another Christmas movie I've never seen. Don't we did watch I... that for a podcast? No, I don't think we did. Maybe we watched it last year. Well, we didn't I, end up recording you. the podcast, but we ah. did watch it. Yeah, Wonderful Life, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I watched class. that one, but yeah, no. Um, That's back when John didn't watch the movies. Yeah, this, can we not talk about it? Rebelling. Yeah, well, I, I apologize <laughs> for that. It's been a year. I watch the films now, <laughs> um, but this movie was phenomenal. It is the one I would say probably one of the top three greatest christmas classics it just is it's one of those films that it's just easy to kind of relate to and the whole moment at the end with the mom and son and just how they kind of look at each other and then smile it's it's just it was awesome and oh seeing buzz tough guy buzz just being like hey kevin i'm glad nothing happened to you or whatever it's like oh even I let you stay in my tough. room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> Great line. That's a good line. But they were so mean to him. Even the uncle so was like, nice job, you little jerk. Look like, what you did, you little jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I laughed so hard at that. He's oh, such what was it that the girl too. said? You are what 
the French say le incompetent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love that like kid that just was obsessed with his Pepsi. He would just drink his Pepsi, looked at him and just like smiled and nodded. Like he's gonna wet the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Bed wetting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So but no movie was awesome, so automatic five out of five stamp of approval. Oh shit. Okay, wow. we yeah. got a five out of five. Wow. It's Home Alone. I'm very upset with myself. I'm still kind of kicking my shin that I'd never seen this before. I started to last Christmas. I got like 10 minutes of it, but it was nice seeing it all come together. I love Catherine O'Hara after like after hours. Oh my God. And Best in Show and stuff like that. Seeing those goofy roles of hers was just, it was a delight. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, it's so hard for me to give up perfect grades. I don't think I, can with this movie just because the second one is just something that i've always just just loved uh i don't even know if i'd give that a five out of five but it is iconic uh there's so many good character moments so many good just just moments in general in this movie that that stick with you i i give it a four and a half out of five macaulay culkin is also such an adorable kid that didn't age well unfortunately golden globe nominee Um, (laughs) yep yeah i'm gonna for golden globe for that damn this role good for him Uh, also it's got an amazing score from John Williams. I mean, as a movie, this is like a, f- a four and a half out of five to a four out of five. But just my nostalgia, this is a five out of five. Like, I, I love Thank Home Alone you. so much. This is uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies. And I so far, I've watched it pretty much every year for the last, like, five or six years, I'd say. So, um, yep, this is uh, one of my favorites. I'd love so, to hear your Christmas thoughts if you guys classic. watch the second one uh, during the holiday season because it's, it's great. It's, possibly it's a lot so of the same stuff but more. in different locations so maybe yeah. i'll watch it after wonder woman 1984 there you possibly, go possibly but uh yeah. home alone is on disney plus and i think the sequel is as well so that and the third one which watch. does not have macaulay culkin by the way we're not going to talk about that we <laughs> it exists we it directed and the fourth one we talked about it we talked about die hard five so i feel like we should talk about no can we just talk about like an hour and 40 minutes yeah please thank you yeah yeah so that is the christmas episode uh watched some iconic christmas films this week the that you guys had never seen before and i was very happy to revisit it uh, however, that is not what those movie news podcast is because we put up a poll in our Instagram stories every single weekend uh, about movies uh, that we've never seen before, movies that we've always wanted to see, movies that are primarily on streaming services. So, John, you yes, have your picks. That's me. I assume. What are the uh, What are the good people going to be voting on for your picks this this so, weekend? There's a movie I've always wanted to see that I, for some reason, just. I don't know, like we're at Best Buy a whole bunch of times and it's like seven ninety seven in the bin and I just don't buy it. Uh but it's the Russell Crowe Master and Commander the Far Side of the World. Uh okay. so that's that's one that I've always wanted to check out. And I'm gonna put that uh, up against a brand new film directed by the one and only George Clooney, starring George Clooney. Twenty twenty film coming Syriana. out on Netflix on Christmas. Oh. The Midnight Sky. Actually you're wrong, that comes out uh tonight comes out on netflix tonight oh my god seriously well you guys better vote quick because i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna make sure that it does not win that's disappointing <laughs> it comes out <laughs> tonight it's tuesday um I'm probably no, it comes out when, it comes it. out at 3 a.m so it comes out tomorrow wednesday um Ooh, they have to do yeah. that tomorrow. my two movies are two random movies that uh, i've never seen before but you know figure hey throw on streaming sites could give them a watch one is from an acclaimed director, uh, one that I've seen a lot of his movies, however, I haven't seen this one, so maybe we can check it off the list. 
It is a film from 1989. It is called Always. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. It has Richard Dreyfuss. Actually, I think it's Audrey Hepburn's last oh. role in a film. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn's last role I've in a film. I've never heard of this film. It's about uh, a pilot, a uh, firefighting pilot who is... Of a TV oh, show? Yeah, oh. I don't know. It's Steven Spielberg, so I've never seen it. I, it's on Netflix. Hopefully it's good. I don't know. You can vote mm-hmm. against... Uh, you can vote with, uh, on that movie, or you could vote on a film from 2012. It is called Ruby Sparks. <gasps> I was just... One? I thought you've seen looking that. Looking at photos of this movie. I've seen, I think, like... 35 minutes of it like i've seen the first uh, paul act dano the second act and then i remember and they, his wife right i fell asleep or yeah. something zoe, before. i just did not pay attention uh, and don't know what zoe happened covets or something zoe kazan uh zoe kazan yeah yes, uh, paul it. dano yeah i don't know I, it was interesting it has a very interesting premise and it's on hbo max so um that is gonna go up against always dude so my i was gonna say like I, i'm definitely voting for always but now i can't because oh. i've always wanted to see this movie <laughs> So Ruby well, Sparks you can vote it is. For whatever you want. That's me. I was want. just looking at uh, photos of this on Instagram of Ruby Sparks, and I was like, "Oh, oh this looks interesting." Because I w- I didn't I wasn't a big fan of Paul Dano because of uh, his role in There Will Be Blood. Okay. I thought he was a whiny little brat, and I wanted to like punch his face. Um, like you, Jackman. But then I watched, and that that role <laughs> that role makes sold me, not me like on him. him honestly and then when he directed wildlife which i thought was a very underrated movie i thought it was awesome um yeah i'm I, i'm the one with the animals or the one with Jake for, audrey hepburn or paul dano audrey hepburn's last role i might have to that and might Richard have Dreyfuss? to be a no. that's a that's a tough choice yeah. you got there spencer because there's multiple reasons i'd want to watch i didn't think so films. initially but now that I i'm ready some reactions i'm uh it's gonna be a tough choice but uh, yeah, i'm ready for these we'll picks I, I generally don't I'm know so what excited. i'm gonna pick because i i don't see yeah. always coming up again for like you know what i mean like yeah. ruby sparks is a more no- yeah, well-known yeah, film at least for me but like if always loses i don't think i'll still watch ruby sparks See, that's why I thought you'd see it. it. Uh, Anyway. What about you? I think that's it. That's right. We did two movies. That is Uh, it. Okay, cool. Yes, thank you. So Mainstream Boy, Um, this coming week, we have... uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 Hold on. John. John. What? Yeah, what? Don't, Don't... You're going a little too fast now, because this is those movies, dudes. There's three of us. Yeah, it's me and you. Me and... We're dudes. No, that's Mainstream Boy. Oh. doesn't 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 want to appear quite yet well maybe next no week. i'm just waiting for it's got to be the right movie it's got to be the right movie well, don't worry because um, maybe this week we'll have something for you but anyways nate i'd be actually really curious to know what what, what films do uh are we going to be voting on for you this week two films which one of them i'm very sure that none of you have seen don't know if you guys have seen the other pick but we'll see um okay. the first one is uh mm-hmm. stars the Yep. The late Brandon Lee, The Crow. I've never seen The Crow. Wow, I've never seen The Crow either. Spencer, okay. have you seen The Crow? Yes, but I was in middle school. So, therefore, no. Clean slate. <laughs> okay. So, The Crow is my first pick. I've I've heard that it's actually a pretty good movie. Um, being, it's very like gothy. Isn't very, that the like, film yeah. where there somebody got shot Dark. on set? The lead actor, Brandon Lee. Yeah, himself. he died. He died oh. on set. He actually got shot by a blank. He was too close. And, um, Damn, they can still, things can still Faulty come out of that. Um, rounds, yeah. Interesting. So, so that. Very, very unfortunate, yep. 
So the Crow will be going up against the 2019 Terrence Malick film, A Hidden Life. Oh, okay. Another... I've been wanting to watch okay. this one. It's the I think it's the only Terrence Malick film I have not seen. But yeah, Terrence Malick, he's uh, one of my favorite filmmakers, and uh, I just want right. to watch his entire filmography. So and I want to throw up in my is... mouth. Um, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's a... oh. no. If you want to do that, watch Green Room. Oh my god. Oh yeah, please don't watch Green Room. But yeah, no, you can go and vote in our stories right now. If you listen to this on the weekend, first of all, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy Hanukkah to celebrate. Yeah. Merry Christmas to us. Is just to go to our stories this weekend and vote on these picks on what movies that you would like us to see uh, and watch and talk about and discuss next week um at those movie dudes thank you and if you guys want to go the extra mile i would definitely head over to either podbean apple podcast spotify wherever you are capable of leaving a review give us a review tell us what you think of the podcast even if you don't like it i prefer if you did like it but you know what we're already down to a 4.5 at this point thanks to one happy viewer and Check out Mainstream Boy, where this week we will be talking about two actual, I would consider mainstream films with Pixar Soul and Warner Brothers Wonder Woman 1984. So looking forward to that. Check that out. Happy holidays. That's toodles for me. Yeah, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts at those movie dudes. Uh, click that little link in our Instagram bio. That's our link tree that kind of brings you to whatever uh, podcast platform you want to listen to us on. And also to our letterboxd you can follow us all there it's where we log movies uh and you can just give us a follow uh, appreciate all of that because we can just log and review movies that we don't necessarily talk about and post on instagram and on the podcast um so yeah give us a follow on letterbox social media for movies it's worth it um so yeah thank you and doodles and if you guys get physical media for christmas um we at those movie dudes are also big fans of physical media so please share photos tag us in them we want to see what you guys get we want to see those big juicy criterion box sets like the john cassavetes box set and the fellini set and the agnes varda set so much money so many movies but yeah tag us in them so uh yeah this is uh nate of those movie dudes i want you guys to have just a fantastic and happy holidays and just go ho 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 fuck yourself <laughs>